I try to work with the orchestra in the way that, somewhere between the way a director would work with a great group of actors, the way a coach would work with a team. There was the, a coach may point out to the team or I, that there could be some aspect of the way this is accomplished that could be done with more finesse, with less energy to greater effect. Or a, a director will talk uh, with an actor about uh, what the speech is about and where perhaps there is a turning point in the speech, a key moment where uh, emotionally something may move from one thing to another. But what I think a good director does not do, a good director does not say to an actor, say the first three words slowly and loudly, then say the next two a little faster, uh, then the next five sort of uh, whatever. You, because the whole point of it is, the, is that the actor must become the character believably in the same way that the musicians in the orchestra must be able to play this music of whatever composer of whatever repertoire in a way that is believable, that you understand what the message of the composer is, but at the same time that you understand the ardency that is coming from the life experience of those live musicians who actually are alive and who are recognizing in these pieces their own lives and vice versa and therefore able to make it comprehensible and, and meaningful and, uh, through the generosity of their spirits and what they share with the audience. I feel secure enough to stand in front of them and to not only tell them what to do but actually ask them to do certain things but also to um, accept certain things which or encourage them to um, be more themselves. It simply comes from, from a philosophical standpoint which I have in music. Music has to do with uh, giving and taking. And uh, the greatest form of music making is chamber music. And that includes the conductor as well. You know, uh, otherwise you have lifeless soldiers in front of you. And it might be a perfect army, but nevertheless, it's, it's something cold. My biggest goal is actually to let them flourish within the frame, which of course, as the leader, I have to give. But it just makes it, it, it creates bigger personality of the orchestra. Rehearsing is a constant series of choices. You, you, you decide what is essential to talk about, you, and, and you also decide what you're constantly calculating, what will take care of itself if you don't mention it, how you can influence large swaths of, of music by a very well-chosen, pointed comment. Um, you obviously can't deal with every detail, and you want many more things to go right in the concert than you're possibly able to, to address in the rehearsal. So it's a, <coughs> it's a technique. Um, and it's a question of trust also. And the better you know an orchestra, the more you can anticipate what is going to happen of its own accord. Sometimes nailing down less specifically what has to happen causes greater precision. It's this weird kind of sort of zen dynamic. And it's something I've been playing around with um, recently, actually trying to sort of step back and not be too um, determinate about about what's happening in order to get a more focused response. Mm -hmm. um, 
it's sort of like creating a vacuum that the musicians have to sort of fill up with their own initiative and impulse. We learn all the time by playing with the, the different uh, orchestras. Those are some great musicians in these orchestras, and they do some fantastic things. Then, you know, sometimes you wake up and say, oh my, it's not like what I want, but it's so beautiful. You, you know, you, do, you, you let it go and you absorb whatever you can absorb from, from them.